It's the Said G Podcast Show. Reach one, teach one. Hood social politics. Hood social politics. I'm excited to be here with my family, family, with you, with your audience, the audience. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Hello, Conrads, and I want to welcome y'all to the Said G Podcast Show. I'm excited to be with you again, my Conrads, which I consider you, the audience, my Conrads. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee, ready to embark on part two of the episode, Relationships in the Hood. And I just wanted to take that time to focus on women. Uh, Just take a look at women. You know, we always talking about the men. Uh, So I said, let's look at women. Let's do a few episodes on women and our relationships with them in our communities. I got my guy Chuck and I got my boy Dex. Chuck is from Detroit and Dex is down in Atlanta to do a round table as we continue on with Relationship in the Hood. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Tell a friend and tell another friend. And I'll be right back. Yes, I want to welcome y'all back to the Said G Podcast Show. And like I said before, I did the round table with the women and with this relationship in the hood thing. And you know, when I say hood, I primarily mean community. And I try to speak for really for all the urban areas across America because we all basically going through the same thing. And then the focus is always on the East and the West. And I got my guy Chuck, he representing up North. And I got my guy Dex, uh, he's representing the South, you know. So, and then on top of that, we want to continue to show that brothers can work together. You know, we ain't always got to hate on each other and kill kill each other, you know. But the women did such an awesome job. I wanted to get the male's perspective on the women. Because the women be right there while we doing all our stuff, you know. So, um, Chuck, how you doing tonight? Dex, how y'all doing tonight? Hey, I'm well, bro. I'm here, President. Uh, my body is still just a blessing, man. Yes, sir. I'm good. <laughs> oh, boy, Chuck. And I, I Chuck, I want to start out with you, brother. Um, we, we deal with women while we, uh, women is in our community, and um, I think they the bread and butter of the community. I think women actually keep our community community together. Um, what is your thoughts on that? Do you agree with that or what's your opinion on that? Um, I say most women do. I mean, you got some that don't, but most women, you know, they do what they supposed to do. They do their job. You know, they hold it down, hold the brother down, especially when you in the streets doing your thing, you know, you get you a good woman, she can hold you down. Okay, and I want to remind everybody, I did an episode with Chuck. It's called Crime Don't Pay. Uh, you can go back and check that episode out. And I want to ask you this again, Chuck. Uh, 
we go through a lot of stuff on when we dealing with the streets and all that stuff. What what type of stress you think you may have gave your girl? Um, just uh, staying out late nights or staying out all night and leaving her there worried. You know, she taking care of the kids and she don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing or when I'm coming back. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, because those, those be some late nights when you're in them streets. And certain nights you don't make it home. Or you don't make it home till morning. Right. So, you know, they sitting there worried to death, hoping you okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Dex, let me swing it to you. Uh, do you think the, the women are the pillar of the black community, in your opinion? Absolutely, and I, I, I would have to say that I would have to say that in a past tense and present tense, because you know when we think about you know our childhood years, we think about Granny or Big Mom, whatever you refer to her. You know she was that 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 staple that kept the family in that cohesive uh, cohesive uh, environment. You know where everybody could coexist, and you know in present day, you know there's a lot of women. I would say that there's a lot more women that that uh, actually are. Uh, beneficial to us and our uh, success than it is that's not. I, I would say that. Okay. And now we I, we heard with Chuck, like, I'm very familiar with Chuck. Like, I got a different type of brotherhood with y'all. Chuck, I've been go way back f forever in a day. You know, we family, you know what I'm saying? But then I'm family with you, uh, Dex. But I don't know your people like that. Like, I don't know your brother and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't know your story like that. And I just want to ask you what kind of stress you think that you brought on your girl? I know with me, it's, it's a lot because, you know, uh, in, in entertainment, you know, you have this uh, portion of your life that you would like to keep on, res uh, on reserve. You know, you don't want to have every all of your business out there because it just leaves you, you know, vulnerable in other places that really shouldn't apply to whether it affects your business or not. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a lot of stress in relationships that I had with, you know, your woman wanting you to stake your uh stake her as your claim, you know, to the general public and with me I was more private about it. I'm like, you know, we should just keep that between us. And not only that, it was just like you said, you know, just following over what Chuck said, you know, staying out all night and she don't know exactly where you are and you know, in my cases I am out there probably doing something nine times out of ten wrong at the same time that I'm working. So it, it, I know it was a lot of stress. Yeah, that's a good point. And um, I'm swinging back to you, Chuck. Is it safe to say that for the most part, uh, did your girl know what type of life you were leading? Uh, she knew small parts. Uh, you know, I could never tell her everything because that would endanger her too, you know what I'm saying? So okay. I told her small parts, but just enough where she wouldn't have to worry as much. You okay. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So hard. <laughs> okay, dig that. And um, I, I want to ask both of y'all, and, and it's an interesting question, you know. Like I said, I did an episode with my guy Cook, and y'all can go back and check that one out. And he pointed, I asked him, you know, because the focus is always on men. You may hear women stuff here and there, but I'm like, no, these women was right there with us. And I asked him, I said, so what about the women? 
He said the women are extremely more dangerous than the men. And he's been working in that field for, for 24 years. I mean, what's y'all opinion on that? Dead on point like that. You know, we think in the traditional sense, we think of women as being sensitive and loving and caring. But the opposite thing about that is that you can get one that's the total, the total, total, total different uh, person than, than what we traditionally think of women. And it's kind of like the worst situation that could possibly be because, like, this Madame Gazelle, the lady that I'm speaking about, man, come on, man. She operated with no feelings whatsoever, bro. Mm. She wanted you out of there. That's just what it was. So I think he hit the nail on the head. Okay, what about you, Chuck? As a matter of fact, Chuck, the last time I talked to you, you mentioned something about that uh, when I was asking y'all some questions. You sort of mentioned something about that, but go ahead. Let me, let me hear your perspective. Think they both are uh, equally dangerous, you know. Okay. Because they both, you know, they both can, you know, they both can be ruthless and just not caring, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say it's both of them. You know, you okay. have to watch out for both. Right. Because uh, when you um, when you out here doing your thing and getting money, you know, it, it's no uh, discrimination. You know. Okay. You trust nobody, either one of them, but. Okay. So I wouldn't say they more ruthless or more dangerous. I would say they like equally dangerous. Okay. Okay. And I, I wanna ask both y'all this is another interesting question then. What makes a woman ride or die for her man? Right or wrong, you know, she right there. Uh, go ahead, Chuck. Let me hear you, Chuck. Let me hear you, Chuck. Go ahead, Chuck. Uh I would say love. Okay, I can agree that, with that. that. that that's the only thing that that's gonna make them just ride or die with you. Uh, just be with you through thick and thin, through everything, hold right. you down. Okay. They, they gotta love you, you know. And it's probably gotta be, you know, somebody that you been with for years and years. And there ain't no new one gonna hold you down like that. Okay. What about you, Dex? I, w I would say the same thing. It's kind of like an unconditional love thing, you know, where mm. she's Also said that um, they do. They uh, they hold it down when, say, for instance, the man may go to jail or something. The woman holds it down. You know, uh, they really be holding the man down. Uh, not, not, the women they had me tripping on this right here, and I gotta ask both of y'all. I want to take this time right now. To send a shout out to all my listeners out there. Shout out to France, Algeria, and everybody in the United States of America. Don't forget, you all can follow me at Twitter at Mr. 911. 
That's M-I-S-T-A 911. Instagram at Said G Podcast. Facebook at Said G Pod. Or go to my YouTube channel and subscribe there at The Chronicles. I want to thank you all for listening to my show. Thank you, comrades. One love. What's your definition of a hood rat? Dex, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) And you told me to go first. Okay. Okay. Right Right off of Valentine's Day, too. That she's uh, one that operates without feelings. You know, uh, women are are are, are notoriously uh, seen as people who can't actually, you know, have sex without feeling uh, attachments. Okay. Well, the hood rat can. Okay. You know, the hood rat can go and be with this guy, and his enemy is down the street. And the minute that she's leaving him. He thinks she's on the way home, and right. yeah, she's on her way home. She's just gonna wash up for a second, and then she's gonna call the homie that he's beefing with, and that creates a totally different environment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they it, it's really like nothing positive about her whatsoever. She just kind of exists without a purpose, okay. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Chuck? What about you, Chuck? <laughs> transportation thing and I have to deal with a lot of people or whatever and I brought this up to the women too and uh, I had two uh, non-African American women they were young white women and the other one was kind of confused and she was asking her because she wanted to learn how to become friends with black women but she didn't know how and the other one was simply telling her well they come from the ghetto they hard we didn't we don't come from the ghetto we don't we didn't grow up with that hard life and um, in y'all opinion, do you think our women from our community is a little too hard? Um, I would say uh, some of them, the ones that we just were speaking on, those okay. other rats, they definitely are. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all done. What about you, Dex, man? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that's why I think perspective she was coming from. Yeah, for sure. I think she was coming from that perspective. Yes.
okay. you know, and just, you know, put that label on us. And because of that, you know, I think that's an extremely ignorant statement. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it's kind of half to have, as Chuck was saying, you know, the hood rat, she's going to tend to be aggressive, you know. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it is, you know, but the East Coast mentality, girl, you know, I've met women from Philly and New York and, you know, places on the East Coast and, you know, they tend to have that kind of that kind of demeanor about themselves. Like they'll get loud with you in a minute, you know, start clapping their hands and, mm-hmm. and you know, this is not to throw all of them in the box. Again, these are the ones that I've encountered. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, then again, you know, you have girls here in Atlanta or, you know, Mississippi where I'm from and you know, they grew up kind of kinda uh in a in a different tax bracket, so to speak. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just think it's a, a extremely ignorant comment and well, there's a lot of women. It's women that actually come from urban areas like we come from. They do make something of themselves, you know? Right, right, right. Definitely. That's not to say that every yeah, That's not to say that every girl in the hood company like that. You know, they have some very refined women that came up in the Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now, I, this, this is another interesting question, and I think the women hit it on point with this. Um... Because they they mentioned some like with guys, all they gotta do is bat their eyes. They can talk men into anything, and I I've seen men turn into cock strong Superman. I mean, I don't mind helping women. I help you carry something. Oh, me and a few guys, we can get together and move the refrigerator or something. But I'm not about to pick up no refrigerator by myself, you know. Um, <laughs> but I've seen guys do that. Why do we do that, fellas? You know, yeah, that, that tell me. I I can't do it. Period. I'll be laughing at them, but hey, it is what it is. Well, I think uh, the first thing is you know, some men are just not used to having women. <laughs> women so, I mean, they they go out their way to do that kind of stuff. But yeah. you know, me myself personally, yeah. I, I've never. some six mile stuff right there boy i'm telling you man that's my guy chuck boy but what about you dex This, I want to remind everybody listening to the Said G podcast show. I got my brother Chuck on the phone. I got my brother Dex on the phone. And, and again, we want to add on to, you know, we showing that brothers can work together on something. And the perspective is mostly on the east and the west. So we got the north and the south on here. Um, <clears throat> that's interesting, though. Um, in y'all opinion. What can women, it, like I said, we're going to focus on the men. Most of the focus is going to be on the men, but I want to take a little time and focus on the women. 
and it's all educational. It's all positive. We we all want a better community. Um, in y'all opinion, what can women do to make our community better? I think it's Uh, I definitely agree with that assessment. I mean, that's definitely on point. Uh, a lot of women, they don't realize that, you know, that that was put in place in, the, what, the 70s yeah. where they wanted to take the black man out of the home. Exactly. And uh, it's, it's work to perfection. I mean, it's work to perfection because we're so ignorant to the fact that that's what they're doing. Okay. And, um, until they realize that is that is what they're doing, I, I really don't see it like getting any better. You know, the way it's, it's up to the women to realize that that's exactly what they're doing, and uh, they have to make a change. Okay. It, it's not the men; it's the women. They need to make a change and start working with the men okay. to help raise these children and, and let these men and these children's lives, no matter what their relationship is with the man, they need to let these men help raise these children and that's why we're getting so many different trends of these black men wearing dresses and yeah. tight jeans and oh, man. all this you crazy stuff man you sure don't know what to say yeah and, and that's, that's that's why we're getting all that right now because these women they're not letting the black fathers in the home okay. and, and like i said until they make a change mm -hmm. i don't see anything changing okay because i think um <clears throat> The our community is, is is bad on relationships, you know, and I think uh, that stuff y'all mentioned actually helps uh, those relationships be bad, you know. Uh, I, 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 uh, something was very interesting that these women said, uh, and it's it's, it's prevalent uh, across America. It, it's really heavy in the social conscious community. Um, it's they mentioned the war on black males and I, I asked them how difficult it was to actually actually raise black males uh, considering the danger of the war on the black males. And they gave an interesting perspective until you got a son. I got a small son, you know, you got an older son now and, um, and Dex, you can speak on, I know you got a daughter or whatever. Uh, but what do y'all think about that 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 war on black males? Uh, what's your perspective on that? Because I have family members; they came to me literally crying 
And even though they son may not be dope dealers, they son may not be gangbanger. It's just literally just the black male just going outside, period. And they can't sleep at night because they sons be outside and stuff. I mean, what's y'all opinion on that? Um, I think it goes back to the, to the home, to the to the women letting these men and these kids' lives. I mean, a man makes a big difference. Like, I grew up without a father, exactly. and I was just fortunate to, to make it to where I made it to. Right. But I know with a father, I probably could have even been more successful. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we need we need father figures, mentors. We need that kind of stuff, especially the black male, because we're so endangered. You know, it's okay. like they trying to kill us and lock us up, you know, and without that male figure to guide you and give you advice and show you wrong from right and show you how to grow up, show you how to be a man. Like a woman can't teach a boy how to be a man. Exactly. It's just impossible, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So we need those we need those fathers in these homes and like I said, these women have to realize that no matter what their relationship with the man or not, that that boy needs his father. Exactly. Our facts, it's facts. It's all facts, big facts. What about you, Dex? I, I definitely wanna echo exactly what he said, man. You know, no matter who you are in life, uh, how you uh, conduct yourself is learned behavior. Okay. You know, sometimes I laugh to myself, man, I have a big yeah. event and I got to get suited and booted for the for the big event. And I look at myself in the mirror and I check myself out before I leave the house. Okay. And I just laugh to myself and I think about my grandfather saying, I hear his voice in my head say, well, it's only one way I'm going to step out of this house. And that's clean. Every okay. time. <laughs> that that's plays right. in my head, you know what I'm saying? And I can remember him with those Stacey Adams shoes on, how he conducted himself, and he smells good as he stepped out of the door. But that's learned behavior. So if I never had that interaction with my grandfather, that's a part of my life that would have never existed because I didn't have that interaction with my father. So yeah. it's, it's exactly what Chuck said, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a learned sure. behavior, and it's a lack. And in this generation, we're experiencing a lack thereof. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. I would like for all my comrades out there to go subscribe to the Said G Podcast Show. Just go to your favorite platform, search for Said G Podcast, and subscribe. Thanks, comrades. One love. Sure, for sure. All three of us in the same boat because I grew up without a father. And it devastated me when I heard I never we had a conversation, man. I had to be about five years old at this time. And the little kids were sitting there talking. We all agreed that black men have babies and just leave from. So from that point on, I never asked about my father. I never asked where he was at. Nothing until I got a teenager. That's when I finally woke up like that. What the hell is my dad? at? You know? And uh, that's when I found out he passed away when I was like a little kid. I was maybe five when he actually passed away. So all three of us was in the same boat, not having that male figure over us. And I think that that could have been a major difference. Uh, That's another thing these women said that brothers should hold other brothers accountable, especially if that's supposed to be your ace boo coon, as it relates to the children. Um, do y'all think because sometimes you could talk to men 
you know, we got our gangsterism on all the dog on time. You know, I probably could talk to Chuck like that. Me and Chuck, you know, we go back. We can talk like that. I, I can't necessarily say that about me and Dex, even though we've talked about our children and stuff like that. I think Dex, you only got one. But you, what do yeah, y'all yeah. say about men holding other men accountable for their action as it relates to their children? Okay. I definitely think they should. Um, my um, my life experience, I've always done that because okay. I think it's important. I think it's just as important as the woman allowing the man in the home. I mean, if that's your homeboy, those basically like your nieces and nephews. Exactly. So it's like, so it's like man, you know, go over there and handle your business. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you got you got to uh, be on your homeboys for that. If, okay. if you're not out, I feel like something wrong with you because yeah. that means you must not be taking care of your kids. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Dex? <clears throat> I just I just feel like you know if y'all have that kind of relationship, you know, first of all, you know, you got to lead by example. So I always exactly. it like cool. You know, and, and with having my my kids in New York, for instance, and this is just my it's a, my situation. You know, my daughter's always lived in New York since she was a year old. So I know if I could go up and fly from Atlanta and get her and put her on a plane to yeah. bring her back to Atlanta, mm -hmm. it didn't make sense to me that there were young women that I was seeing at the time that would have a child and they say, oh, well, you know, his daddy lives in Decatur and, you know, we in Atlanta and he never sees the kid and I'm looking at her like, you can't be, you can't be serious. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta, I gotta literally catch a flight to go see mine or to go get mine. Exactly. You know? Me too. Right. Me too. Right. Exactly. You know, you can inquire about them. Like, you know, when is the last time you talked to Harvey? Oh, okay. Well, y'all got anything planned? You know, what's what's going on with their birthday? You know, I, I want to get your kid for something birthday, so you don't have to come across, you know, uh, 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 in a negative uh, connotation. You know, because mm -hmm. that's the last thing that you want. If, if that's the purpose of the conversation, the last thing that you want to do is have a negative approach to it, because it, it, it just it's not going to lead anywhere. Exactly. And not not when when they said that I looked at my situation and the people I call my brothers and stuff like that. I got to give it up to y'all because for the most part, all the guys I affiliated with myself with, they pretty much was in their kids' life. They took care of them. They did what they had to do. Even the ones that went to um was in the streets and whatever got dislodged from their kid, whether they went to prison or had to move out of town or whatever. For the most part. I may have a homeboy here and there that may be into it, the mama, so it may put a strain on the relationship with the kids. But for the most part, I, I, I'm going to say I salute y'all, man. So, uh, Thank you. I, I know T for a fact, uh, Dex, uh, you know, me and you talk about that. So, um, now, this, 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 we're going to get ready to wrap this one up. Um, <clears throat> T, you've been on both sides of the, uh, Chuck, you've been on both sides of the perspective. You live the married life, you live the playboy life, and all this type of stuff. Um, being, 
do you think that it's best to just not? Because I think that when you're dealing with a bunch of women, that brings on extra problems. That's half your beefs right there. You know what I'm saying? Do you agree with that? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, um... I got married young, and that was one of my main reasons, because it was like dealing with the streets and then dealing with all these women, it wasn't working for me. It was like, it was too much stress, okay. too much drama, so I decided to get married early, okay. settle down in that regard as far as the family life, okay. because it was just taking too much away from my um, energy from the streets, and I couldn't do both. Okay. So that's, that was one of my main reasons of getting married early. Cause it just helped me out with everything else I was doing. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with both. Okay. Well, what about you, Dex? Totally different experience. <laughs> totally different experience. I still haven't been married, you know. But you know, my 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 uh, I guess the early beginnings in the record industry required me to travel a lot, and because of that, you know. Again, I, if, if you already have a reputation as being a ladies' man before, prior to you know you being in entertainment, what you know the bigger, the higher scale that you go up on the ladder, you know the more attention that you're going to bring naturally from the opposite sex. So, right. uh, I was I was moving extremely too fast to even really pay attention mm -hmm. to uh, even really even take a young lady serious. And when I decided that I actually wanted to do that, karma mm -hmm. came and, and showed up. Okay. It, it, it was, <laughs> you can't ever forget about karma. Never underestimate it. And, and again, man, when I finally made that decision that I wanted to go that route, totally wrong, girl. Right. Okay. And I was around you when you went through that. You went through a lot of emotions with that for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we're gonna wrap this one up right now, and I want to thank Chuck and Dex. Uh, Two of my brothers from two different perspectives, but yet and still, they're still my brothers. You know, um, I want to thank y'all guys for coming on and uh, helping me out with this. And, no problem. Yeah, and we'll no do it problem. again. You know, we'll do it again one more time. You know, and I want to thank everybody out there for listening in. This is it's all educational. It's all um, having fun with it too. You know, we have a purpose out here. You know. Hello, family. If you want to become a donor of the Said G Podcast Show, you can click to support this podcast link. Also, you can support by clicking the merchandise link in the description and purchase a Said G Podcast Show t-shirt. Funds will go toward the betterment of this podcast so I can keep giving you guys great content. My ultimate goal is to build a radio station, so your support is very important. Appreciate your family. One love. Welcome back to the Said G Podcast Show. That was my guy Chuck and my guy Dex. Representing the North and representing the South. Um, that was very interesting. I had to do a follow-up to with the women laid down they was just so brutal and I had to hear it from the male's perspective it was funny it was energetic it was very informative uh, make sure y'all catch my next episode I got coming about the jail and prisons system industrial system 
Got that coming soon. Um, got a few things going on. A few sponsors I'm talking to. Um, things are getting great, you know. And it's all because of you guys listening to this show. I really want to thank y'all. One love. <laughs>